His words are like a punch to the stomach. No, that can't be. All of a sudden, I can't breathe. Fighting for air, I gasp, but my throat's closed up and no oxygen gets through. I clutch him as the edges of my vision start to waver. Madrigal. He shakes me, but that doesn't do any good. Sobs struggle to get out, but I need air to cry. No matter how much I try, I can't seem to take any in. Steel stops shaking me and slaps my face. As my body jerks from the shock, my throat opens up. I hold my hand to my cheek to soften the sting. I want to ask him why he did such a thing, but I can't seem to hold any thoughts together other than anger, outrage, confusion. He brushes a hand down my ponytail, rubs my back while I gulp in great big honking mouthfuls of air. That can't be. That just can't be, I say when I can finally speak. God damn it, you need a drink. Standing up, he looks around the room. He's not going to find one here. Gramps' study, I stutter. My body's gone cold, cold as the grave. While I try to hold myself together, he races away and returns with a glass half-filled with an amber-colored drink. Here. What is it? My teeth are chattering. Scotch. I don't like it. Drink it or I swear I'll pour it down your throat. He holds my shaky hand as I bring the tumbler to my lips and sip. The liquor burns on the way down, and I hate the way it tastes. I try to stop, but he tips the glass until all of it is gone. I cough and wipe my mouth with the back of my hand, trying to swipe away the vile taste. In one move, he turns me and rests my legs on the settee's arms before yanking the blanket off the back of the small sofa and draping it over me. Once I'm settled to his satisfaction, he pulls a chair next to me, tucks my hands in his, and chafes them until they're warm. Then he turns his attention to my arms, my stomach, my legs. A minute or so goes by before he asks, Better? Yes, I'm sorry. I attempt to sit up, but his hands urge me to remain lying down. I shouldn't have gone to pieces like that. He cups my cheek, and his warm hand feels like heaven. You've been a trooper through your grandfather's death, the funeral, and now this. It's no wonder you had that reaction to the news. You've been so busy taking care of everything and everyone, you haven't given yourself a chance to fall apart. I had to hold it together, for Madison's sake. She's not here, and you don't need to pretend with me. So cry if you need to cry. A wave of grief rolls over me. Thoughts of my grandfather on that last day. The awful argument we had. Me accusing him of knowing about my father's abuse of my mother. And now to find out he didn't commit suicide, but was murdered? It's all too much. As my shoulders shake and the tears come hot and furious, I collapse against steel. Even though I've known him for hardly more than six weeks, he's become my lover, my refuge, my rock. For several minutes, he lets my sorrow pour over him while he mutters words of comfort into my hair and rubs my back. When the paroxysm of grief abates, I pull back, painfully aware of how I've ruined his shirt with my tears. I'm sorry. I pat his chest in a futile attempt to minimize the damage. It'll wash. Eager to move his focus to something other than me, I ask, Are you really spending the night? Yes. It's not safe for you to be alone in the house. We'll need to arrange for security. 
We have a security service that monitors the estate. The corners of his mouth turn down as his eyes narrow. Which didn't work the night of your grandfather's death. We need to figure out what happened. It's the we in the sentence that gets to me. We don't need to figure anything out. I do. It's my home. Going by the jerk of his chin, he's taken aback by my reaction, but his reply is kindness itself. I'm sorry. You're absolutely right. Stop trying to pacify me. I shouldn't be yelling at him, but the tears released the anger I still feel at my grandfather's death, at the unfairness of it all. I'm in charge of everything. The house, the estate, Madison, everyone's depending on me. I need to be strong, get a handle on things, not depend on steel to manage me. I'm not. I'm trying to help. Then stop being so damn bossy. He likes to control every situation, but I'll be damned.